You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? Hey, welcome. This is the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. And we are going to be discussing... A subject instead of a film. A subject about a film. About a genre of films. That's horrible. Yes. Now, can I just say, I I am not a horror fan. I'm not a horror fan either. I don't like horror. I don't like horror either. I don't enjoy them. I don't like the way they make me feel. Mm-hmm. I, why would you watch something that is supposed to bring fear into you? Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Why would you do that? But anyway. Comment below what you love about horror films. But in the meantime, we're going to tell you, do you think there's any in- aspiring filmmaker, horror film? I feel like horror, like the horror film genre was, there was a time where it was like, like the thing to make. Yeah. But also it's, it's evolved like from its roots. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like now you don't just get horrors. You get like, psychological mm. horrors because aren't aren't weren't horrors always like it was based on monsters like like mo- like like supernatural stuff right mm. but right? now you get different types so now you get like the supernatural side like killers with with like a means to kill yeah like they were tortured by policemen so now they go around and they haunt policemen down so that there's a meaning behind it and by the end of the film you're like oh shame poor killer oh but we have to stop him <laughs> <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Yes, right. Where before it was just like, kill him, <laughs> kill him, take him out. And then they take him out and he dies and then the movie ends. And then there's a continuation part two when his hand sticks out the grave. Well, not technically because like Jaws is classified as a horror. Really? Yeah. But like it's not. <sighs> was there means behind the shot? Wasn't it just sharks in general? But I feel like didn't in Jaws, didn't they survive? They ended up killing the shark, right? I don't know. I've watched Jaws, but I can't remember the ending. I'm not a horror fan, so I'm not very Mm. big. I've done research, but we've Mm. done research behind horror. I watched a woman who has a PhD in horror. Yes, that's apparently something Mm. you can get. I was like, why would you want a PhD in horror? But anyway, Mm. she has a PhD in horror. And there is a technique behind why horror films make you scared. There's actually a... There, there is a technique to it. And one thing I will add is... Almost like a checklist that they... Yeah, that they have to follow to... push... Mm. Yeah, And then you get different types of scares within a film. So you get jump scares. But like if you really want to make like a proper horror film, you want to limit your amount of jump scares because that kind of like takes away from... So eventually the audience is just like, oh, your jump scares, it was just so that people would jump. It didn't have mm. any like... So it was a bunny that jumped out of a hole. But mm. you got people mm. to jump because like they didn't expect the bunny to come. Yeah. But like that was it. What's the point of the bunny? So the psychology behind... Because get this, right? What is the difference between an action film and a horror? I mean, think about it. An action film, you've got the killer. He's chasing after your hero of the film and he's going to kill him. He's going to die. And they've attached you to the character. But it's not, it's not scary. It's just very action-packed. You're mm-hmm. like, no, get him, get him. You understand what I'm saying? And then you get a horror film where you are scared for your life. <laughs> your life. Never mind the main character's exactly. life. <laughs> so 
according to a a psychologist that actually wrote a, a, a book, obviously a book of his, but he, bo- he the difference is that scary movies are best if they give the viewer a fright as opposed to fear or an anxiety. Why? Well, because if you look at what fright is, fright is an element of two things together, and that is a surprise and behind dan- and danger put together. If you look at a lot of horror films, like they have that, that silence moment, and then suddenly something jumps mm. out, and that's the fear. And it's not just the bunny, because when the bunny comes out, you're relieved. But when out comes a killer with a knife, it's the fright, it's the danger, it's the getaway, and that's what makes wha- what makes good horror films. On top of that, they have they enhance it by a sound design. Mm. Sound design is everything. Exactly, and then what makes it worse is that to improve your horror film, you, you try and make it original, so that it's something that they, because then obviously that enhances the fright because you don't know what's going to happen. The surprise. Yeah. Then on top of that, audacity. Which doesn't make sense. The, the audacity of the person who's about to get killed. Why? Because they have the ability to be bold, to take risks. The house is dark and they still go and they heard something and they're like, Billy, Billy, <laughs> was that you? And they go further into the house. So that sort of thing, right? There's always a taking us towards the unknown, the unsettling, you know, that, that, that build up. And sometimes even something horribly new. <laughs> All right. So... Taking, uh, and on top of that, taking things so far that all you want to do is stop watching. Now, you don't get that in an action film. So it's the surprise conjunctioned together, because that's what an end is, right? Conjun- it's, a, it's a conjunction. Yeah. Yes. yes. Sorry, <laughs> I, I learned that this week. <laughs> With, and if you add in the danger, a fright and a danger together gives you a fright. There you go. That is the theory behind the fright. Behind the horror. And that is what a horror film is stuck with filled with completely can i be honest there's a side to a horror film that i agree with and then there's a side to a horror film that i don't agree with right so the whole point of a horror actually if you think about it is just to take the audience on a ride that's the point of a horror is you go from moments of like extreme like oh my goodness what's about to happen and then there's the scare and then you're like okay or do you understand so you're taking your audience on a ride the whole time Mm. but nowadays you get things that are then it's more than just a monster that jumps out of you at the moment that you least expected it. And now you're like running and, oh my goodness, are they going to get away? So like, I can do thrillers. I can do thrillers. I enjoy thrillers, in fact. Explain the thriller. A thriller, I think, doesn't... A thriller does the ride for you, but I think a thriller's aim is not to end in like death and darkness. And there's almost like... The problem with horror is that the aim of a horror is to to make you scared. And with some horrors, what the, the aim is is that by the end of the movie, you're, you think you're done with the movie, right? But the movie's not done with you. Mm. That's the point of horror because it's taken up intellectual space in your mind and now you keep on thinking about the movie and in actual fact, yeah. what the film's done is it's created a monster in your mind. Yeah. So now you're lying awake at bed at night and now you're thinking about that horror film like do you understand what i'm saying when do you lie awake in bed at night thinking about your hit that train almost hit him and if he didn't jump at that second i'm so glad he he jumped i'm so glad or your that fight sequence like never tomorrow i'm taking a train (laughs) what am i gonna do yeah well they say what makes it worst is that uh between 
fiction and reality is mm. that if you look at most horror films is that it could actually happen yeah and i think that's what brings the reality into it like you said you don't watch an action film with a train and and then you're like i don't want to take a train in my life it's nothing it like ends they won yay yeah. you know and that's the end i think the problem the reason i personally don't like a horror film is because one of the aims of a horror film is to actually just make you feel unsettled that's actually at the end of the day what mm. their their whole aim is to just unsettle you and yeah so, so for example like i was watching a video where they it was the, a similar scene but the one was a it was a film and the other one was like a, a, a not a home but like a, a short film type of thing and the one was set in this warehouse you didn't really know where it was it was like this big warehouse the other one was set in a home and this woman was literally walking from one room to the kitchen and it was at night she was in her pjs so she was in a very like vulnerable position but also she should be in a safe position because it's her home. home and yet they they the, he then went on to say which one's scarier and then explained that the home is the, the one that was set in at home is actually the one that's more scary because you're supposed to feel safe. And so that's why they often will set like horror movies in a home or with a family because then you're, you're now playing with the audiences. Mm. This is where you're supposed to feel safe, mm. but in actual fact, you're not feeling safe. And where else do you run to? Like yeah, if it's that's in your the house, thing. You're like, okay, you're going to run outside. Okay, it's not going to come after you. Where are you going to go? Your neighbor? No, your neighbor's not going to open for you. No, no, but even if you go to your neighbor, this thing's going to follow you and take you and your neighbor out. Yeah. So I was watching a, a video, which was actually very unsettling by the end of it. It basically did like this in-depth study of three different horror films. But then it was explaining how with each of these horror films, the reason why they're so good is, and then it went into like, the, the, the psychology behind how these films work. And basically what he, he said was, number one, you, when you create a horror film, you need your audience to attach themselves to your characters because a horror film is much more upsetting and frightening if you as the audience are invested into the characters. And so when things start happening, it's not just a spectacle, but it's actually a betrayal to the characters that you're already invested mm. into. So you're not just watching someone being murdered, you're watching the person that you've learned to like and feel sorry for and have compassion for and all of that. Now they're being killed and now you're like, oh my goodness, oh, they're killing. So he said that the, the emotional connection starts being used against you. That's the whole point of the horror film is that actually they connect you, there's an emotional connection and then they use that very thing that they connected you to and then use it against you so in most horror films you shouldn't what they do is you don't see the adversary so you don't see the 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 thing or the the the, the spiritual force whatever or is. whatever it is it's instead you should feel it and so since the focus often so what they'll do is they'll they'll frame it on a family so all of these three films that they went through, all you were focused, you met this family. And then they were set in different times, different places, different families. But you, you got connected to the family and you never actually saw the, the adversary, whether it was this demonic cult thing that someone got involved, whatever. But you felt it. And basically the aim is that you have the adversary hiding within every single frame, even though you don't see it. You, you feel its presence and it, at first, it's very small and doubtful, but as the movie progresses, it grows in size, also with the characters. And so, actually, what they're doing is they're building they're building the adversary in your mind. They're not actually building it on screen, yeah. but they're obviously using what they're showing on screen to build it up mm. within you. So, 
The adversary in these films generally wants your soul. That's what it's after. That's why it's normally like a, a, a spiritual being or something. But it actually, it's after your soul. And it actually, in these films, wanted to corrupt you. So it didn't just want to kill you. It wanted to actually corrupt you so that you became True. the very thing that now other people have to yeah. run away from. Yeah. And then what's worst is... In s what's worse is it's not the adversary killing you. Instead, it's the adversary that's now taken over the mother and it's gotten the mother to kill the child. So now that's that's what they do. So that's now rough. it's not just the mother watching the child yeah. being killed. It's now the mother the killing mother. the child, which mm. is now you're like, oh, my living soul, what is she doing? <laughs> so it's that's, that's the freaky yeah. side of it. And so what ends up happening with the horror film is the character either dies or or ends up serving the adversary. Eish. Those are the only two options. And that's why horror movies are so upsetting, is because there's no hope at the end of the day. Mm. You, you either choose to resist the adversary and then die, or you choose to end up serving the adversary, but then you end up doing what the adversary wants you to do. So just like the characters, the audience needs to be trying to figure this whole thing out because that obviously will draw the audience in. And then he literally ended off and said, you think that once the movie is finished that you're done with it, but that the movie is actually not done with you, but it stays with you. And um, you spent the whole movie building a monster in your mind. Yeah. And the most effective horror movies are the ones that intrude on your psyche and never leave. And for me, I'm like, why would I want that? Yeah. Why would I want to do that to myself? Mm. Now I'm scarred and affected by horror films. And I personally do believe there is a demonic mm. force behind a horror film. Um, because like you're, you're allowing yourself to be opened up to fear. And for me, fear yeah. is... Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's only one realm that works with fear. Mm. And it's the demonic realm. So if you're opening yourself up to that constantly... Then you're opening, mm. you're, you're using it. There's a door, if you understand what I'm saying. Well, yeah. think about it. You, you're watching a film, you're getting attached to a character, and then um, things happening with, your, with the character that you're attached to that is out of your control. Mm. Now, if you know how a person works, uh, fear is related to freeze, fright, or, or, or run, basically. Mm. And now, in this whole time with this film, you can't do either. <laughs> like, your state of mind, like, kicks into that. Into, like, survival mode type of thing. And you don't have control. Mm. So, at the end of the day, like, if you think about it, you can't really get to any grips or any closure with what's happened. Unless, of course, you watch, like, Candyman and Candyman dies at the end. You're like, yes, Does he died. You know, most of these horror films, you just, like, they That's never the die. That's the problem. They never die. They, the, yeah. Like if Candyman dies, then the sun now rises. You know, yes. then there's the son of Candyman, or <laughs> you know, the person that the boy that got haunted. Eventually, he takes over, or, his, or his best friend takes over. You know, I feel so like horrors have changed, though. Or maybe they haven't, but like old school horrors versus. I mean, the last horror that I watched uh, was Saw, mm -hmm. and there there are quite a couple of them out, and, and it's weird because that. That's not, again, it's that thing of, if you've, ever, if you've ever watched Saw, Saw is about a guy who has terminal cancer and he watches the world around him of people who take life for granted. Mm. So what he does is he finds people, so example, he finds a guy who's having an affair, um, you know, and he's messing up his marriage. And so he sees that person as someone who's taking life for granted. So he gets that guy, he captures him, 
He puts him in a situation where he has to fight for his life, but he has to sacrifice to fight for his life. In other words, he puts the value back into his life. So, example, the one guy, and I don't know if it was the guy who was having an affair on, affair on his wife, but he, he puts a key behind his eye socket, ah! and he's got this almost like bear trap on his mouth, and there's a timer on it. And he's got a certain amount of time. There's a, sco- there's a, there's a what, what do you call it? Which, which you cut people open with? Uh, 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 a scope. A sc- a sc- a sc- that, thing. that thing. I know what you're talking about. Yes. S-k-s-k-s- yeah, something. that one. And it's, it's sitting on the table. And he gives him an amount of time. He has to grab it. He has to cut his eye out. Yeah. Get the key. Unlock himself from a bear trap. And get out the room. Eg, uh, another example is he finds people who are, who are drug addicts and he puts him in a room uh, where they're about to like fall or s- I can't remember what happened into a whole lot of needles where they literally so it's it's that kind of horror but you see how it's gone from like this force into this this the bad guy is doing something with a good cause which is in a way like pretty twisted if you no, think it's about very it very twisted and I remember watching the first one and I was like freaked out because of like like not all of them get out so yeah. when the bad trap rips open this guy's jaw finished you know you're like ah! <laughs> and, and then i started watching the third one i think I'd, i didn't watch saw two and I, and I just started watching the third one and then i couldn't i put it down i'm like i don't want to watch this i actually don't want to watch <laughs> i can't yeah i think that was the last time i watched a horror and i was just yeah. like i'm, I'm be- because of like you said there's a feeling yeah there's something that that, that stays with you no there is something that stays mm. with you but i think so just if you look at s- like how to scare people. So what they do is they, they first of all will give you breadcrumbs. Mm. So that's where you're This is the checklist, guys. Yeah, this if is the horror checklist. If you want to make a good horror film, which, no, guys, come on. <laughs> okay, this is what they do to you yes, in horror yes. films. So they first give you breadcrumbs. Can I just say, before Sashi says, this, gives this list, right? Number one, when you're watching a horror film, when you're watching Billy walking down the passage <laughs> there, looking for, and the killer's inside, think that in front of Billy is a whole camera crew, yeah, audio, a director, there's probably a whole lot of guys carrying cables this was and the clearing the way. And exactly, and it's probably the fifth take. Great yeah, idea. Think there I, we go. I like the fifth take. <laughs> and second of all, think about this list and literally tick them off as you're watching a horror film. So yeah. here we go. So the first thing is breadcrumbs. So I'll give you an example. There's, um, there's a movie... I don't even know what it's called. I just know it is a witch in it. But basically what happens is um, the, it's a w- two, two girls are lying in a bed. The one girl gets up. She, sleep, she sleeps walks to the cupboard, right? And then the girl wakes up and there's this like knocking sound. But now she thinks it's her sister on the cupboard. So that's a breadcrumb, right? You, you're giving the audience something to go, what is that? Is that the... Often a breadcrumb will be a sound. So in Jaws, the da 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 That was a breadcrumb because you didn't see the shark. Oh, but you now like... The shark is coming because of the da, 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 da. so yeah. that can be like yeah. Then there's build up so so there's build up to okay she's going towards the cupboard or okay they're going towards the thing and now uh, as the audience you're obviously now leaning in because you're waiting to see what is that and mm. they'll often draw these scenes out so often it will be like in fact in one horror movie it was a three minute scene and the camera didn't move once literally the camera stayed in the same spot once so you're literally like waiting for three minutes you're waiting for like this thing to jump out and it's not jumping out and that's what makes that's that's what makes a good horror is the tension that it builds mm. alfred hitchcock who made the movie psycho even said there's no terror in the bang only the anticipation of it so it's not the bang that's scary it's the tension 
tension and the build up to it's the band. It's kind of like an elastic band. Yes, and you're just you're waiting for the it to like hit you. The further you can stretch it, yeah, the more the it's going to go out. Yeah. yeah. So then there's the build up. Then what they do after build up is they misdirect you. So that's the whole thing with the jump scare, for example. And like they said, the amount of times cats have been used in jump scares in in horror films. I think they even gave the number. It was like. It's so many times where a cat will be like, meow, and you're just like, oh, it was a cat. Okay. Whew. So they'll, they'll misdirect you. Then what they'll do is they'll give you limited view. So now as the audience, you can't see everything. And that there's two ways they'll do this, either by lighting. So in the scene where there was um, the chick had gone to the cupboard, the room was very, it was, it was lit dimly. There was only a lamp on. That was the only source of light in the room. So you couldn't see a lot. You could only see immediately what was close. So they'll either use lighting or they'll give you a very obscure camera view. So they don't, they don't show a lot in the shots or they'll keep a lot of the shots in the dark or whatever. So they give you a limited view because now you're like, what's there? I can't see or what they'll do is they'll keep the camera with the character so for example in The Shining the boy was riding his bike through the hotel but the camera was always behind him so you could never as the audience see what's around the corner and then he turns the corner and then there were the two gold Let's twins see. and he's like ah! But now you obviously freak out because there's limited view. And then um, the sting. So the sting is the sound. They, they, the sting they, they call the sound. Um, and it's the sound used the moment you're supposed to be scared. And a sting can only work so well with, but it can't work well without a good buildup. So, I mean, if the buildup's poor, the sting's not going to, it's not really going to get you. And then obviously they show you the threat. So, for example, in the one with the girl lying with her, I think it was her sister in the bed. She walks up to the, so the girl's walked up to the cupboard sleepwalking. So she goes and gets her sister, brings her back to the bed, and then they, they lie down. But then the knocking continues. But now you're like, it wasn't the sister because now the sister's back in bed and the knocking's still coming from the cupboard. So now the girl gets up and slowly walks to the cupboard and now the sister even wakes up. And now you're like, because <gasps> now she's going to open the cupboard, right? And then what does she do? She opens the cupboard and there's nothing. Yay! See, so misdirect you. And then instead the camera, the sister looks up and then screams and the camera pans up and the whole time the witch was on top of the cupboard and not inside the cupboard. And then there was a very specific sound that they played which is the sting when they revealed the threat so yeah that's how that's the whole the whole i bet you our listeners right now are they've just pictured what you've just said they're like yeah yeah true hey true <laughs> hey <laughs> the breadcrumbs yeah the breadcrumb yeah so that's yeah. basically oh, how they, the they scare. So but the thing with horror is some films like like action like music, for example, a, a romance or a drama, you need a beautiful score. And then you're pretty much sorted. Or, you know, you need good acting. Mm. Whereas with a horror film, you kind of need everything. You need good acting. You need a good good music. You need the perfect timing. Because if you time it wrong, comedy, you need timing, for example. But with horror, if you time it wrong, mm. either they're not going to get a fright or the fright's going to come too early and then you're not going to get the payoff. Cause, so literally, it's like with horror, they have to combine everything together mm. in order to to bring the cinematography has to be very specific otherwise they see the witch standing in the corner and then they're like wait there's the witch right there so if they reveal the threat too, too early, early if they show the threat too early then mm. you're not scared because you know the the, the mm. witch was on top of the cupboard the whole time mm. and that's what sells the film yeah right there is how you've impacted your audience that's why people like horror films because mm. they want to be scared i don't understand that though like go to an amusement yeah. park jump on yeah. a roller coaster there we go well, you leave the roller coaster and that's done. You're not dreaming about the roller coaster. Like, oh, the roller coaster is going to get me. 
the psychologist basically his definition comes from his book which he describes the death drive that is as much a part of a human of human nature as the need for pleasure and the thing is that scary movies seem to inhabit both desires of the same at the same time so in other words they're just watching it a drive towards death and the pleasure is that it's only happening on screen so that's often why you find a lot of people they scream and some of them laugh throughout the film <laughs> throughout the frightening moments because it's not go eat a really chocolate there. on a roller coaster yeah there you go yeah which apparently if you're riding a roller coaster, <laughs> it's about G5. You know, you five the Gs. The force exerted so on your body. you're experiencing a little bit of what astronauts experience. I think that's much better than a horror yeah. film. That makes so much sense. I think that's why I like Thriller because Thriller is a ride. So it's the same. Mm. It gives off the same ride as a horror. Mm. But it doesn't. It's not that chasing death thing. With a Thriller, they survive. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So mm. like if you look at A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place, it, it's got all of those breadcrumbs. It's more it's a story. Yeah, it's more. You see... What I loved about a quiet place is that they don't push you that close to the edge. Yeah. So it comes to the part you're like, oh no, I don't like this, and then and you're holding your breath. You're literally holding your breath. And and there's a relief, such a relief that happens that it actually releases you, mm. w which for me I enjoy. And plus, there's always there's victory over w w whatever it was that was. Mm holding them or keeping them you know yeah it's satisfying as opposed mm. to unsettling yeah. so i think that's the aim is like a horror the aim of a horror is to unsettle the yeah. audience full stop so neither of us actually right recommend that you go and watch a horror film but if i can just quickly give you the hollywood reporters top five there was there was a list of 15 i'm only going to give you five i don't know why i'm going to give you these five <laughs> But number five is The Shining. And check the years, right? Instead of watching The Shining, go watch Ready Player One. There you go. The, you'll know The Shining from Don't. Ready Player One. Yeah, it's and Ready there. Player One's awesome. And it's the blood scene with the elevator and everything. Everything. The yeah. two girls even. Full on. Everything. Pretty cool. Much mm. better. There we go. The Shining from 1980. The Exorcist from 1973. The Blair Witch Project from 1999. And the Blair Witch Project, you still don't know what the hell it was. So what the hell's the point? <laughs> I mean, what the hell is the point? <laughs> then then uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. Which is, wasn't that based on like almost like a tree? Anyway, moving which right along. Which is even worse. Number and then number one, Funny Games, which is apparently not not, not quite a horror, but it's it's very on the fine line. And that was in 1997. So don't go watch those. There, I've given you the list. If anybody says watch a serious movie, you just say Funny Games, 1997, Shining, best film ever. The Shining. Yeah, you see, that's it. Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so well, just go watch Psycho. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Although, do you know that the actress that acted in Psycho, right? You know, there's the the very that ee, 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 you know that famous scene in the shower where she gets. You know that that actress. I've seen that in Bugs Bunny. She, Sorry. After, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After, so she obviously acted in that scene. Yeah. After watching the movie mm. that she acted in, she could never shower again. I'm not surprised. You see, she acted in the movie. So that's the that's the thing. But with that fear. puts that puts. A, she knew the camera guys said. were there. Yeah. She knew the whole behind the scenes thing, yeah. and she she couldn't shower again after so that it never releases you it's a spirit there's that's a, the problem fear is a spirit there's a fear there that always release that, 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 that it, it always holds on to you something that i did as a kid with with one of, with one of my my very naughty friends is we used to have a website that we used to go to uh, guys i was very young <laughs> okay very very young it was a website and i don't know why they have this website now that i think about it <laughs> but it was a website that there's there's photos of like the most oddest deaths I'm talking about like suicides, like full and on. And they show you the photos. Yes. Hey. Like the body, everything, like the most gruesome weird stuff. And 
still today like there's stuff that's still sit, that, that, that 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 that's that's creepy for me if i can just put it i can it's affected me people <laughs> <laughs> you understand what i'm saying all right i did want to be a paramedic and after that i cannot be a paramedic and even paramedics can you only wanted be a, to be a paramedic honestly you really want that's so cool and, and you, a, you're calm enough to be a paramedic but paramedics can only be a paramedic for apparently 20 years yeah they actually need after that they have to go see a trauma counselor isn't that's it? it yeah no it makes sense that's not natural people it's not and neither is that which thing on the roof <laughs> the cupboard <laughs> <laughs> i mean who knocks why, hey. would, I, why would a witch knock because of breadcrumbs. We need breadcrumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have some breadcrumbs, please? Actually, oh, that's oh, pretzel. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Here's a mockery of it. The breadcrumbs, <laughs> the knock, hello, and, and he's eating his bread. Sorry, I'm missing <laughs> my breadcrumbs. Do you have some butter, please, for my bread? Peanut butter and jam. What was it? Jam pack. Just go watch Bullet Train. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So. We'll be back next week with something not horrifying. Absolutely. Maybe we'll look at the psychology behind... Hilarious. Drama. <laughs> a drama. A drama. Good I one. enjoy dramas. Good one. That's I enjoy dramas. There you go. There we go. I prefer actions. This has been the movie show. Oh, your favorite RSPs. Don't be scared. <laughs> and stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. XFFM is everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and so much more. See all the fun posts. Get involved in interesting discussions. Voice your opinions and get updates by following us on social media. 